the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On air, this is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. A devastating tornado touched down for 227 miles, more than 200 in the state of Kentucky. Deaths are feared in 10 counties. At least 70 people feared dead, and the death toll could exceed 100. This tornado event may surpass the 1974 super outbreak as one of the most deadly in Kentucky's history. That is the uh, emergency management director for the state, Michael Dossett. Meanwhile, uh, severe storms moved through the area overnight, causing catastrophic damage. Uh, Additional storm-related deaths and damage being reported in Tennessee, Illinois, Missouri, and Arkansas. Bob Dole returned to Kansas for memorials in his hometown and the statehouse. For before burial, Bob Dole served nearly 36 years in Congress before he died last Sunday at the age of 98. This is SRN News. They say it's better to be seen and not heard. But what if you could be seen and heard? What if the best hosts on radio were now available on television? What if there was finally a channel to watch with the same American values as this radio station? Announcing Salem News Channel. Available on SalemNewsChannel.com and the app and Roku with more devices coming. Salem News Channel, the antidote to the mainstream media. AM 1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Take a look at your weather. Sunny and a high of 29. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 34. Appliance Renew in Farmington reminds you that there's just 14 days until Christmas. A new scratch and dent appliance is the gift that keeps on giving, saving you money and creating fresh memories in the kitchen. The Narn with Mitch Berg continues. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm Mitch Berg, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Don't forget Jack Tomczak, the new kid, coming up at 3 o'clock today. Brad Carlson, the closer, Sundays from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, of course, kicking off the weekend, every weekend, King Banyan, the King Banyan Radio Show, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating all Twin Cities media for... Gosh, it'll be 18 years this coming March. Uh, I literally was doing this show before our three of our next four guests were born. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment here. Uh, we're talking about, as as promised before, uh, the winners from the uh, the top three, I should say, because I think they were all winners in their own way, but uh, the, the top three finishers from the Speaking Proudly contest. With us, one of the organizers of Speaking Proudly, longtime guest on this program, Sherry Wallace, joins us. Sherry, welcome back. 
Thank you, Mitch, for having us. Uh, It's just great to talk about Speaking Proudly. We've had now our second competition at the state capitol. Yep. It was on October 23rd, and here's the result. That's right. It was a great time. I I was a judge for the second uh, time I go around here. I used to gripe about it not being every year, but it happened to work out uh, this this last year to take a year off. And, of course, now we're going to wait for uh, two years from now, 2023. Well, that's now being Uh-oh. discussed. Ooh. So you might get an, an announcement pretty soon. Excellent. Yeah. All right. That okay. sounds, sounds like it was a big success yeah, then. it was. It well, was. Well, let's, uh, we, we've got to, to hustle with alacrity through, through some of our subject today because we're going to talk to the top three finishers uh, and actually hear the speeches that, that got them up on the podium here. So uh, let's just introduce him here. Uh, third place, Emily. Uh, em, introduce yourself, Emily. Hi, my name's Emily Lawrence. I'm from Woodbury, and I'm really excited. Get that microphone right up close to your mouth okay. here. Yeah. So uh, up next, uh, second place, Nova. Hi, I'm Nova Zung from Orono High School. Oh, no, you drove a ways to get here. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Lillian, uh, your first place winner, uh, welcome. Yeah, introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm just a senior from Liberty Classical Academy in White Bear. All right. Oh, just around the corner from my uh, son, daughter-in-law, and grandson. Excellent. Uh, great to have you all here. So let's talk about uh, what, what brought the three of you to, uh, well, first of all, what the three of you do, what you're all playing. You're all seniors at your various schools here. We established that. And so I'm going to do the thing that's going to drive you all crazy for the next six months, ask you what you're planning on doing. But we'll come back to that. Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? What uh, What is your... Uh, what, what, what's your main uh, focus in life, and what are you fixing to do in, uh, it, next year when real life begins? Uh, yeah, next year I hope to go to college. Haven't quite decided where yet, uh, but I want to study political science and hopefully eventually go to law school. Okay, uh, well, uh, excellent. We'll have to follow back up on that here yet. Nova, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm also hoping to go to college next year, um, and I think I'm going in focused on like something business related. Okay, any particular type of business, or I know there's so many of them these days. Mm, business management. Okay, that's 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 a good, it's, it's good to be boss. Let me tell you, <laughs> not that I would know. And, and Lillian, uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I've always loved finance, so I plan on going and majoring in finance. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I want to do. I either want to become an actuary or become a corporate lawyer. Actuary that uh, I'm told that they are like beyond uh, incredible with numbers. You're you're a numbers person on top of a speaker. <laughs> I do. I love numbers. Okay. Well, that that certainly will carry you a long way here. So let's let's go around the corner here. Emily, what brought you in, in touch with uh, speaking proudly? Uh, yeah, actually, a girl from my school and my speech team won the competition in 2019. Okay. So she told me all about it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Nova, how about you? Um, my speech coach, Nicole, mentioned it um, and encouraged me to compete. Okay. And it's good to hear that there's speech teachers out there who are actually uh, passing the word of this event along here. I know it's not been a given out there, which is a shame. My dad's a speech teacher. He'd have loved to have had a competition like this to, to send people off to. So, Lillian, how about you? So I'm actually not on a speech team. My school doesn't have one. But You're a freelancer. Yeah, I know. Um, but we, they did come to my school and talk about it a little bit, and that's how I heard about it. Okay, so we are here. The highlight, of course, of this, in addition to getting to meet the three of you, is to hear the speeches that got you up on the podium here. So these speeches are eight minutes apiece, which 
fits snugly into our schedule today, but that's just fine. We'll make sure there's time for all of you. So, Emily, uh, you, you came in third place yes. uh, in a tough crowd. I mean, it was hard. The, the the competition, by the way, I think was a lot tougher this year than it was two years ago. I mean, there's, I think, more people involved. That can't hurt. So let's uh, dive into your speech. Introduce yourself and uh, carry on. Yeah, so my name's Emily Lawrence, and this is my speech. Okay. American author H.P. Lovecraft is well known for saying that the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And he was right. Whether it's heights, spiders, failure, or public speaking, everyone has something that scares them. But what do Americans fear most? Well, you think the answer might be something like snakes, but no. According to a recent study by Chapman University, six of the top ten most common fears amongst Americans today are political with the number one being corrupt government officials for six years running. Thomas Jefferson once said that when the people fear the government, there's tyranny. But when the government fears the people, there's liberty. And this may be true. But what happens when the people fear the government, the government fears the people, and the government also fears pretty much everything else? Indeed, fear now holds profound power over the very highest levels of governance, and it is cancerous. So when we discuss rising to the challenge of building a more perfect union, it's critical that we come to truly understand the enemy that is fear. And today we'll do just that. First, by analyzing our government's fear of repeating the past. Second, its fear of losing power in the present. And finally, the issues of the future it's causing us to overlook. Now, it is said that we must be sure to learn from our past so as not to repeat it. And to some degree, this notion is not only defendable, it's truthful. However, when our nation's determination to learn from our history becomes a fear-based fixation... We have cause for concern. And nothing embodies this truth more perfectly than the allocation of our Department of Defense spending. The Congressional Budget Office quantifies that in the next decade, the United States plans to spend $634 billion on bettering and evolving our 5,500-strong nuclear arsenals. And to this, I ask, why? And my criticism is corroborated by a study by Michigan Technological University when they find that just 100 nuclear warheads are needed for nuclear deterrence in the worst-case scenario, and the use of any more would lead to retaliation that would decimate U.S. society. So to this, I ask, why? Does the United States insist upon expending hundreds of billions of dollars to maintain enough nuclear weapons to destroy humanity? And the answer is fear. And this is illustrated by David Rothkopf in his book The Great Questions of Tomorrow when he writes that the Cold War has frozen us in the past. The conflict may have ended in 1989, but its competitive nuclear spirit lives on in the U.S. military mentality. The United States, institutionally, is so scared of returning to a place where we feared we would lose that it is consuming our present and keeping us from progress. And we see this trend everywhere. Because even present-minded policy decisions are not immune from the clutches of fear. Because it is an unavoidable fact that politicians fear losing power in the present. Thus, to maintain it, they frequently lock themselves into what I like to call the party box, the confines of what it means to be a member of a party. And Francis Lee, professor at the University of Maryland, evidences this when he writes that politicians exhibit far more loyalty to their parties than they did in the past. Between 1950 and 1970, the typical member of Congress voted with their party on divisive questions just over 60% of the time. Yet, since 2000, Members have voted with their party on divisive questions a monumental 90% of the time and growing. But what does this mean? Well, practically speaking, it has made compromise a thing of the past. 
NPR contextualizes that bipartisan compromise wasn't always unusual. Before the 1990s, no major piece of domestic legislation from the Social Security Act to the creation of the interstate highway system was passed without bipartisan support. But those days are over. Now, from this, you have to wonder, what mistakes did we make? Where did we go wrong? And the answer stems from the creation of an us-versus-them mentality. Politicians don't pass legislation because of its merits for the constituency solely anymore, but because it was proposed by the party. Because of party optics, the politicians' optics, because oftentimes they fear that straying will lose them power and ultimately re-election. Former Minnesota Representative Bill Frenzel explains this perfectly when he writes, that the electorate is impatient, unhappy, and eager to devour its representatives at the least sign of weakness or impurity from the party. Causing power posturing and creating solutions that are little more than band-aids for bullet wounds making it so that they have no time to pose the great questions of tomorrow. So let's do it. Right now. It's high time we focus on some of the areas the United States is overlooking, so hopefully we can find some ground to move past our fear. Now, in the last few months, we've heard a lot about the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan ending what the media calls America's longest war. But what if I told you that the United States has been in a different kind of war for 33 years? A cyber war. The U.S. is cyber-attacked 30 million times a year, or 82,000 a day. That's nearly 350 times since I started speaking. And yet, Washington largely sidesteps the issue. Earlier this year, the United States celebrated its renewal of the New START agreement, a plan with Russia to marginally reduce the ceilings on nuclear capabilities. Now, I bring this up less about the policy itself than the fact that the U.S., happily sat at that table and ignored that it had just surpassed the one-year anniversary of Russia's SolarWinds cyber attack, an attack that compromised major U.S. companies like Microsoft and Intel, not to mention the Pentagon, State Department, and Treasury. Yet, we engage in diplomacy without retaliation. I hope you see the point I'm trying to make. The U.S. is looking so far in the wrong direction that we let major threats to national security go unpunished and ultimately forgotten. And this is just one example of our distraction from critical issues. Income inequality is rising, severe weather conditions are increasingly frequent, healthcare access is dwindling, and many more. Now, I don't just list these to ruin everyone's day, but these are bipartisan issues that we have no solid answers for. I simply wish to make the point. The past is educational, the present is valuable, and the future can be malleable if we can just overcome our fear long enough to focus forward. So where does this leave us? Where do we go from here? Well, as of late, we have failed to put our nation's future first, and fear has gained a stranglehold. David Rothkopf put it best when he said that it's time for us to start coming up with, if not the right answers, then at least the right questions. So hopefully one day, we can just go back to being scared of spiders. Emily Lawrence, ladies and gentlemen. And I remember listening to that speech because, of course, I was, I, when I was your age, it was deep in the middle of the Cold War, and I was growing up in missile country, and as all sorts of red meat. I was like, boy, I wish I was coming up after you in this competition. So well done. Thank you very much. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to Nova Tseng. I hope I got your last name right there. Uh, the second place finisher. Let me, let, let, set me straight here if you want to. Oh, Never. It's, it's fine. All right. We'll work on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 65. Well, we're not taking calls. No. No, we're begging to get 
get all this stuff in as it is. Calls next week. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day. Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, were you able to get them the cash? cash out for those home improvements, and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-28. No, I keep giving the phone number. There will be no calls this hour. Uh, Don't forget, Roof to Deck Restoration uh, is uh, in charge of our lights here at The uh, the Patriot. By the way, this building is looking awesome right now, thanks to Roof and Deck Decoration. Our offices and studios are adorned with red, white, and blue Christmas lights all over the place to show our pride in country and our festive holiday cheer. Our red, white, and blue Christmas decorations are powered by Roof to Deck Decoration decoration check them out the rest of the year they're roof to deck restoration christmas lights remodeling 
either way, they, they got you covered. So not a whole lot of time to get into, but I want to get into it a little bit anyway. We're ta- our next uh, speaker came in second at Speaking Proudly, Nova Tseng, who is from uh, Wood- uh, Orono. Orono. Got that far west suburbs thing going. Far east, far west, far north, north, Trisaga, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, just covered the whole metro <laughs> here. So what do you do in school other than uh, speech team? Um, I'm also on the swim team, and I do debate, but... Um... Oh, debate's not nearly as cool as speech. I would agree. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right. All together. Oh, 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 we got a little pushback from Emily here. Oh, debate is... Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know. I'm speech till I die. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, Nova, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's hear your speech. Okay. On September 6, 2016, when asked what she would do if Trump won, comedian Amy Schumer said, I'll need to learn to speak Spanish because I will move to Spain. I mean, how can she commit to learning Spanish if she can't even commit to living in this country? Well, Trump did win. And Amy still lives here. Shocker. Our country feels more polarized than it ever has in my lifetime. Granted, I wasn't alive during the Civil War. But if one election can cause the Canadian immigration website to crash from so many Americans trying to be expats, what does that say about our commitment to a more perfect union? This phrase from the penman of the Constitution himself, Morris Governor was referencing how the Constitution was an improvement from the Articles of Confederation. However, a more perfect union also signifies that America is forever on the journey of self-improvement. That journey cannot happen if our two-party government refuses to govern together. Political polarization will prevent our democratic republic from functioning the way it was penned in the Constitution. While I speak a foreign language... I don't want to leave our country. Unlike Schumer, I commit to things. And today, I am committed to continuing our journey to a more perfect union. We will first set sail and explore the rocky shores of political polarization. Then, we will discover how it is dooming our quest for a more perfect union, before finally arriving at our destination of perfecting the good old USA. The dangers of polarization were on the minds of our forefathers when they crafted our Constitution. As John Adams said, A division of the Republic into two great parties is to be dreaded as the great political evil. Are you red or blue? Would you call yourself a Democrat or a Republican? If you're unsure, don't worry. Your cell phone knows. A cleverly designed algorithm specifically feeds you news stories, opinion columns, and bogus articles that all agree with their point of view. While Adams could have never envisioned the divide created by electronic devices shaping our view of the world, he understood how dangerous it was. If a republic became two uncivilized factions that refused to work towards solutions... Our brilliant system of government was devised because the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists, who had two very different ideas, were able to work together and compromise. One infamous compromise during the creation of our Constitution was the Connecticut Compromise, which established our House and Senate, creating arguably the most effective model of a democratic republic. However, recently we have been allowing ourselves to be manipulated by social media bubbles, where everything we learn about our world falls into one of the two great parties that Adams was warning against. 
According to the Pew Research Center, in 2016, more than half of Democrats say the Republican Party makes them afraid, while 49% of Republicans say the Democratic Party scares them. The perceptions between the two parties are creating an environment where working together is nearly impossible. Take, for instance, a 2020 CNBC report. Senate Democrats blocked Republicans' attempt to pass a $500 billion coronavirus stimulus bill. The stalemate in the Senate extends months of gridlock on Capitol Hill, as millions of Americans trying to afford food and housing and keep their businesses open await more federal aid during an economic crisis. Election year politics have jarred the legislative process. Feeling helpless? Want to move to Spain now? I know this political polarization in our country feels drowning, but we don't need a jump ship just yet. Even though social media bubbles are pitting us against each other, there are ways to overcome this. And it all starts with our media habits. Take, for example, this tweet. Illegal immigration needs to be stopped. Depending on what you believe on the topic of immigration, some people would assume that this person is xenophobic and anti-immigrant because they have no context on who this person is or what made them have the opinion they have. This is a tweet from my uncle. And if you talk to him, instead of just seeing what he posted online, you would know he's an immigrant himself. He doesn't support illegal immigration because he thinks it's unfair to everyone else. He had to go through the whole difficult legal process just for others to skip the line completely and ahead of friends who he knows wants to come here too. Ditch the device and get into discussions with real humans. Stop generalizing groups of people and actually try to talk to them to understand why they believe what they do. This is by far the easiest way to combat polarization. And that is why I have found a way to replace our political super PACs with human PACs. P. Put down the phone. Like, actually put down the phone. Break out of your social media bubble. A. Actually talk to people and understand where they are coming from before generalizing. C. Compromise and work together. S. Solve our polarization. So by P. Putting down the phone. A, actually talking to people, C, compromising, and S, solving our polarization, we will replace our political super PACs with human PACs and get us back on track to forming a more perfect union. So today, we left the shores of America and explored polarization in social media before finally changing our minds and breaking out of our bubble and realizing how important it is to work together as humans. Our brilliant system of government was created through countless compromises from the Federalists and Anti-Federalists, big states and small states, and more. All of these compromises helped to make America the amazing country it is today, which just shows how important it is we address the issue of political polarization. So getting back to Amy Schumer, just because she can't commit to the journey of a more perfect union doesn't mean we can't. We have the tools to replace our political super PACs with human PACs by getting off of social media and talking to our fellow Americans. Let's remember the wise words of George Washington. The alternate domination of one faction over another, sharpened by the spirit of revenge natural to party dissension, 
which in different ages and countries has perpetuated the most horrid enormities. Instead of being that horrid enormity, let's listen to Morris Governor and can you continue to work towards a more perfect union. That's uh, Nova Tseng from Long Lake Orono High School, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. So we got a couple minutes here. Let's just talk a little bit about the competition itself. What? Uh, let's just go around the circle and talk about the thing that you learned, perhaps, that surprised you the most about competing in this competition. We'll start with you, uh, Emily Lawrence. Yeah, so the thing I think that I learned the most was just how interesting it was to see the different opinions of people from all across Minnesota, seeing yeah. how people actually took different takes on sometimes the same topic. It was really fascinating. That was fun to watch, actually. I enjoyed that, that uh, quite a bit. Uh, Nova, you, how about you? Um, I guess one of the most interesting things I thought I learned was that, like, competing in, like, different rooms and not just in a classroom, like, different, like, projections of your voice and, like, how you stand and stuff. So that was really interesting. You didn't have to speak in the vault, did you? That was a little like speaking in an echo chamber <laughs> in a horror movie of some kind. It was it was awesome, but it was... It was cool. Yeah, not doing the vault again, I'm, I'm told, from uh, Sherry. That That's cool. Uh, Lillian M., how about you? Yeah, so one thing I really loved that I thought was interesting was speaking in the rotunda, carrying on what Nova said about projection. Oh, yeah. That was that was so cool and such an amazing opportunity. Of course, it's hard not to project in that space. I mean, it's just like you feel like your voice is just beating back into your head as you talk. It's kind of awesome, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely it was definitely really cool. Uh, excellent. So, uh, what would you? Uh, let's go around one more time to talk about advice you might give to some other uh, the next generation of people coming through to, to speak in the contest. Two or maybe one years away here. Let's start with you uh, again here, Emily. Honestly, just pick a topic you're really passionate about. You're going to give the speech a lot, spend a lot of time working on it, and it's so rewarding to get to give the speech in front of so many people, especially if you really believe everything you're saying. Excellent. Nova Tsang? Uh That was what I was going to say. What's wrong <laughs> with that? <laughs> but also just like um, make sure that you really understand what the prompt is and like choosing a topic and connecting it. Yeah, that's that is important. Uh, and, and finally, uh, Lillian. Well, surprise! I, that w- the first one was also the first thing that popped <laughs> in my head. But another thing I would say is that you don't have to be afraid. There's so many nice girls there. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to so many amazing girls, and and I learned a lot. And don't be afraid to learn. If you don't win, you can do it when you're young. Um, one of my friends did it. She's in ninth grade. So you can do it again. So if you're listening out there, you know a, a, high, a young high school lady who's interested in speech or just interested in, in getting into the competition, uh, take those words to heart here, folks, here. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. That leads us up to Lillian's speech coming up next year. Don't feel any pressure. You, you, you came, came out over those two. I, that's, this, is, this is a tough competition. Much more when we come back. Go nowhere. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. 
now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Thanks to support from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, the FishTwinCities.com is spreading joy all season long. King Wenceslas looked down on the feast of Stephen. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. AM1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Point of view, but not polarizing. Make sure we clarify that here. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the December book of the month uh, from Regnery is a Pandemia, uh, How the Coronavirus Hysteria Took Over Our Government, Rights, and Lives. Uh, Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Sign up to win a copy daily of the Freedom Fan Club book at am1280thepatriot.com. Just go to Freedom Fan Club. You can sign up for pretty much everything we're doing there. I mean, you can give yourself uh, repetitive stress injury signing up for all the things. So, Observe proper technique and typing, but enter everything every day at am1280thepatriot.com. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Do not forget Jack Tomzak coming up next at 3 o'clock, top of the hour, as he does every Saturday afternoon, the new guy. He will be talking uh, about where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, and believe me, he knows. Hoping to hear something from State Central, and uh, especially the straw poll for the six, count them, six gubernatorial hopefuls. Uh, coming up here shortly here, so stay tuned. We may have uh, first media word on that coming up here today. But with that, we come up to uh, the the first place uh, finisher uh, at, at speaking uh, proudly this past October, Lillian M. from uh, Chisago, way up north here. So 
boy, you, the, those first two speeches were, were awesome. And I remember hearing at least Emily's and thinking, oh, this, is, this is good stuff here. So you, you, you've surmounted a fairly high bar here to get to, to where you're at here. Yeah, they all did so amazing. I I yeah. can't believe it. No, everybody did so good. No, pr- of course, there's no competition here, but uh, holy cow, you're <laughs> going to really have to bring the goods here. So without any further ado, Lillian M. Today, the predominant view at most colleges is, unsurprisingly, liberalism. Specifically, 75% of state colleges, 94% of private colleges, and 100% of the Ivy Leagues are liberal institutions. These universities have been swept up in the progressive agenda. If you look at a college's mission statement, chances are exceedingly high that you find the word diverse in there somewhere, which usually means that they emphasize individuals who are part of said underrepresented groups, like transgender students, for example. Time, money, and energy is put into protecting the voices of these students. I'm sure we've all heard the term safe space before. It's a space reserved for marginalized individuals to come together, discuss their experiences, and most importantly, hide away from people who think differently than them. I wonder why there's no safe space for conservative students. Since the predominant viewpoint on college campuses is liberalism, we are certainly an underrepresented group, yet you won't find any safe space protecting conservative voices on the average college campus. You see, these universities put so much effort into being diverse, yet they ultimately fail to do so because they blatantly ignore diversity of thought. You can have people of all different backgrounds, races, genders, religions, and sexual orientations, but you will never truly achieve diversity until you have people voicing different opinions, too. However, universities across the country work to encourage liberals and silence conservatives. I believe that both voices must be heard. To make the United States a more perfect union, all students' rights of free speech must be protected on our college campuses. In a study done by FIRE, 72% of conservative students reported that they felt the need to self-censor themselves. This is both in the classroom and just around campus. In class, They fear that disagreeing with professors will lead to them getting a lower grade than they deserve. On campus, many are worried about conflict or even losing scholarships. Sadly, they aren't worried for no reason. Many attempts have been made at colleges to silence conservative students. One way they accomplish this is by not allowing conservative speakers on campus. For example, the students and faculty at California State University, L.A., tried everything they could to prevent conservative speaker, Ben Shapiro, from talking at a student-sponsored event on campus. The university originally had the organization pay an absurdly high fee for the event because the topic of conversation was controversial. This is just as unconstitutional as it is ironic because it places a price tag on the content of free speech. Eventually, the school's president opted to canceling the event altogether. Universities don't just take action against organizations on campus, but individual students as well. Metro Voice News took a deeper look into this, and they found that at some universities, students can face punishment for things said in private conversations. If a fellow student finds something so-and-so said offensive, they can report what they heard to the university, and that individual could face disciplinary action, even expulsion. Conservative students are silenced in the classroom as well. 
Turning Point USA shared how an English professor at Iowa State University told her students that in class and in their papers, they were not allowed to advocate against abortion, Black Lives Matter, or anything else she deemed as offensive. If they failed to comply, their grades would be impacted and they would be dismissed from the class. The effects don't just stop with students' education, but their safety too. At Texas State University, when the student body president supported Governor Abbott's decision to lift the mask mandate, he was viciously attacked online. A Twitter account was created, releasing his personal phone number to the public, and he began receiving threats. One account even went as far as to state, Can you assassinate a student body president too? I don't know what scares me more, the statement itself or the fact that they added two to it. No wonder our conservative students are often afraid to voice their opinions. I've even found stories of people throwing rocks at them. How did we come to this? How can universities and woke students get away with silencing others and stripping them of their First Amendment rights? Some hearing this will argue that liberals too can feel the need to hide their opinions on campus. While these circumstances are far less common, this does happen occasionally, and I think that this too is a tragedy. The First Amendment applies to all Americans, so all students should be free to express their views without having to fear for their education and even their lives. Not just liberals, not just conservatives, everybody. But how do we get there? Ideally, we would have all colleges and universities protecting these rights. Campuses should embrace and ensure diversity of thought. Grades shouldn't be impacted based on one's views, but their ability to defend those views. And threats against students based on their views should be taken seriously by the school. Recently, a few colleges have taken steps towards protecting the free speech of their students. In their 2020 greeting letter, the dean of the University of Chicago stated, Our commitment to academic freedom means that we do not support so-called trigger warnings, we do not cancel invited speakers because their topic might prove controversial, and we do not condone the creation of intellectual safe spaces. This university is now ranked number one in the country by fire for free speech. Hopefully, more colleges will take similar steps to protect their students' rights. Being a senior in high school, this is something that has been on my mind a lot recently. It saddens me that, in choosing a college, I have to take into consideration whether or not they will respect and protect my rights as an American citizen. This is not how our founding fathers wanted this nation to be. We have the right to our opinions, and it is our job as Americans to protect the freedom of speech for all views. To make the United States a more perfect union, we must make sure that our First Amendment rights are protected, especially in the institutions that are educating America's future. Lily and Em, everyone. Uh, let's, let's cue the audience here. There we go. <laughs> that was great. Uh, all three of you were great here. So just a few minutes we have here left. Let's just uh, describe what, what's, what was the, um, the biggest thing you learned from doing, uh, doing the event here, for doing Speaking Privately. We'll start again with you, Emily Lawrence. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I learned was just getting up in front of a lot of people in a very scary building to give a speech and a lot of history and just doing my absolute best. I think that's the best. Nova Tsang, how about you? Um, I would say one of the biggest things I learned from speaking proudly is just like um, how many opinions there are and how um, 
so many people um, just have so much to add and contribute to um, what you already know. Yeah, although that, it was interesting seeing how many different points of view yeah, came up during the event here. It was just, uh, I like to throw that out at people who say this is this is a partisan event. It, it certainly is not, as we've heard even here today. How about you, Lillianim? Yeah, so I have never had an experience like this. I don't have speech competition, so it was really a new experience and a lot of fun. And I learned a lot about our capital because we got a tour. <laughs> so... Yeah, I learned a lot of history and a lot of lessons. Got some great feedback from the judges. Well, this has been great. Of course, this event is one of the highlights of, of, of every odd-numbered fall here so far. I mean, I love uh, participating in the event. I certainly look forward to having the uh, the top three coming in to do the speeches every year. So thank you all for coming in. Thank, uh, ever, thank ever, Thanks to everyone who brought you in here, by the way. This is a bit of a hike for... Well, I think all of you, perhaps not Woodbury, but yeah, I mean, Orono, Chisago, it's a, it's a bit of a hike in the immediate aftermath of a blizzard. So thank you all for making it out here, and uh, best of luck with all your future endeavors. It's been a pleasure to meet all three of you again. <laughs> so anyway, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Much, much more on Speaking Proudly coming up. Just two years, maybe one year. We'll talk. We'll talk. Sherry Wallace will be back, no doubt. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. One more segment to go. Ergo, the fun is just beginning. AM 12A, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. <sighs> Burr, it's cold out there. Now, imagine this. You leave your nice, warm, and toasty home only to get into your vehicle and hear this. Your battery's dead. Full-service battery can help you avoid this nightmare situation. Not only do they offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, they'll even professionally install them free. That's right, a powerful new battery installed free. Now that's what we like to hear. Find them at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty mic? Not here you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms are always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, well then reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at ForeverCleaning.com. That's ForeverCleaning.com to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. ForeverCleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRCleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. West Side Story is in theaters December the 10th. Director Steven Spielberg says the story is timeless and important. West Side Story should be made more than just my production. In 20, 30 years, it should be made again. It's such a profound story. It speaks to every generation. It's timeless in the sense you should be reminded of that story as often as possible. West Side Story rated PG-13. For more information, head to theentertainmentanswer.com. The future of our state is looking bright. Join us for Hardy Debate, moderated by Hugh Hewitt, on December 15th at Providence Academy in Plymouth. 
You'll hear from the top conservative candidates for governor about where they stand on the issues that matter most to you. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum, brought to you by the Patriot and Minnesota Family Council, with support from Morris Law Group and Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. number to call. Looking forward to doing that again here. One year, maybe two, whatever it happens. Always here for that. That's, uh, by the way, I cannot publicize this enough. If you, you know, a high school age uh, young lady who's interested in oratory, uh, definitely get her in touch with speaking proudly. Much more to come on that here. So don't forget. This coming Wednesday, the Minnesota Leadership Forum. That is one of the big events coming up here. An evening of discussion and debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt, ladies and gentlemen. Morning, glory, and even grace himself. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum brought to you by the Patriot and the Minnesota Family Council with support from Morris Law Group and Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. It's at Province Academy in Plymouth, Wednesday, December 15th. And uh, by the way, Jack... Brad and I will be doing pre- and post-game shows, uh, doing the wrap-up, uh, handicapping, maybe doing the betting wrap-up. I have no idea. We'll, we'll fill an hour on either, either side of the event here. And, of course, Hugh Hewitt, well, nobody does it quite like Hugh does. Also, don't forget, three weeks from this weekend, uh, my band Elephant in the Room and the Winter Tour 2021, 2022. That's right. Three weeks from last night, New Year's Eve, we will be at the American Legion in Fridley. That's a block east of Highway 65 and a block north of 73rd, I think. Anyway, just look for the American Legion in Fridley. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want something to do New Year's Day, well, what the heck? We're going to be there as well. We're going to be down at Neeson's in Savage, just uh, when I say Savage, it's just across the line from Burnsville, maybe three miles west of 35W on Highway 13, not far from the station, actually. So hope you can join us either of those nights. Uh, Elephant in the Room, my band, uh, joining, uh, basically ringing in out the old new year. Uh, old new year? Technically, it is the old new year and ringing in the new New Year, or next year's old year. Anyway, we're going to be playing. Hope you can join us. We'll have a few special guests. Last time we played out, Brad Carlson joined us and uh, did a song. Uh, if you haven't seen that, well, I'm not going to do any spoilers for you here, but it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. At any rate, hope to uh, hope to see you there. Uh, other, so much big news this past week here. Uh, news came out uh, middle of the week that uh, Sheriff Dave Hutchinson uh, of Hennepin County uh, was involved in an accident it this story quickly got out that the accident involved uh, driving while impaired he had actually been at a minnesota state sheriff's uh, conference uh, with a few after work cocktails apparently involved up by arrowwood resort which is up by alexandria somewhere uh never been there i've heard it's nice but the events as they transpired were this he apparently had a a bump or two at the uh at the event he apparently was driving intoxicated enough where he, for one reason or another, went off the road and rolled his car. We don't know if it was a county car or a personal car. It doesn't matter. A car is a car when you're driving intoxicated. How intoxicated? Uh, we don't know exactly what he was at where he, when he was driving because he was apparently unconscious when he was removed from his rolled-over car. 
Uh, he could have been hurt much worse than he was. Let's be honest. The fact that he was drunk probably saved him from worse injuries. Something about God-loving drunks and uh, making him relaxed enough to absorb the sort of impact that would injure straight-up people uh, much worse. Anyway, that's certainly no excuse. But And by the way, I, I join with everyone in Hennepin County in, in wishing for the sheriff's complete recovery. But uh, he uh, was given a urine test when he got to the hospital. He uh, came up with a one point, uh, point one three. Now, 1.3 would be very bad indeed. Uh, 0.13, uh, 50% beyond the legal intoxication level. Now, you can make an argument that the 0.08 legal intoxication level is largely designed to provide follow-on charges uh, for people who are pulled over for other things since 0.08 uh, anything below point, uh, one is almost impossible to tell if most people are intoxicated at that point. So it's basically a level of intoxication that's designed to create lots more misdemeanors and rake in a lot more fines and bring a lot more people into the criminal justice system, thereby justifying a lot of jobs. Uh, people should be focusing, law enforcement should be focusing on people above point one, like apparently Sheriff Hutchinson was, point one three. Now, my question really wasn't whether Sheriff Hutchinson was impaired. I mean, the record shows, in fact, that he was 30% beyond the rational limit and 50% beyond the irrational legal limit we currently have. So uh, that's not my real question. And beyond that, my question isn't whether cops are, you know, why, really. I mean, cops, we know, are a little bit more prone to drinking than the average bear. That's something that goes along with the culture. I say this with all due respect to the many police friends I have and and the cops who listen to the show. And as has been pointed out in conjunction with this event, it's been a rough couple years for 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 police, especially in Hennepin County. Certainly as Hennepin County's top law enforcement officer, it's been a busy couple years for, for Sheriff Hutchinson. And. It's not whether or not he drove in a county vehicle. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. And by the way, the question for me isn't really so much whether he got favorable treatment from the state patrol, uh, which, (laughs) by the way, beyond the fact that they didn't give him a breathalyzer test right away, which presumably he'd have been known the law well enough to not take, but he was apparently in a medical condition where they couldn't have given a breathalyzer test anyway. They gave me urinalysis at the hospital. He came up uh, 0.13. Beyond that, the state patrol normally posts... Uh, details of accidents within two and a half hours of the accident being uh, investigated by the state patrol. It took them nearly 12 hours to get Hutchinson's accident up on the website. So was there favorable treatment? So it seems. I mean, he was shielded from public embarrassment within two hours, two and a half hours of the accident itself. And uh, he also wasn't compelled uh, via a ver- varieties of, of slate of fact into taking a breathalyzer test and a field sobriety test. But to be fair, he couldn't have taken in his condition. Uh, but there are questions as to whether or not this favorable treatment gave as accurate a reading as possible. It's entirely likely that his blood alcohol level would have been considerably above 0.13 had they not waited till he got to the hospital to test him. Now, none of my questions are those. Here's my question. The sheriff 
was apparently partying at a resort full of sheriffs and other sheriff department staffs at the State Sheriff's Association meeting. It's at, again, a resort near Alexandria, a room full of people whose departments, the 80-odd sheriff's department, 87, 82, 80-plus sheriff's departments in the state of Minnesota, spend a lot of time and, let's be honest, earn a whole bunch of their budgets arresting, prosecuting, and fining drunk drivers. Very frequently, by the way, people with blood alcohol levels between 0.8 and 0.1, excuse me, 0.08 and 0.1, which in most people is barely perceptible intoxication. Almost entirely done to allow more arrests, more prosecutions, more people being dragged in over other offenses like taillights and tabs after a beer or two. These departments have deputies who have prosecuted DUI cases that have gotten, let's be fair, a lot of menaces off the road. That's true. But has also put a DUI on the records of just about 10% of Minnesotans. And honestly, more than that, when you're counting just adults and drivers in Minnesota, over half a million people in the state of Minnesota, a state of 5 million people, have a DUI on their record which is a blotch that goes on to infringe their civil rights. I mean, good luck getting a carry permit, Uh, their employment prospects, their status in the community. I mean, good Lord, if you run for office after getting a DUI, it is story number one if you're a Republican. And yet nobody in that resort full of sheriffs thought to tell Sheriff Hutchinson, "Uh, maybe you better stay and have a couple cups of coffee or bunk up to the West Western or something. No, off he drove from, let me stress this, a room full of sheriffs. And by the way, we presume many of them were in the same position. Nobody in that room full of people that have helped an arrest 10% of this state thought of telling Hutchinson, pull it aside. What's up with that? Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. If you are looking for a new pressure washer, wash bay, or just need a replacement machine as we enter the last months of 2021, American Pressure is your source. Let American Pressure be your supplier and hear from us. Yes, we have that in stock. Our stock levels on common items and machines are higher than ever because we have been working hard planning. From stationary wash bay machines to gas engine cold water, we have it. American Pressure. The Honoring All Veterans Memorial was established to honor all veterans from any branch of the service. Hello, I'm Don Belkingren. I'm the president of the Honoring All Veterans Memorial in Richfield. The memorial is established around Chuck Lindbergh, one of the eight Iwo Jima Marines who set up the flag. He was a resident of Richfield. I believe that all veterans deserve recognition for everything they did in the service. The veterans are put on the memorial by uh, donations by family and uh, friends. The memorial costs $400 to put a name on. We honor the veterans because they did serve and they did it honorably. Would you like to support this? Would you like to honor a veteran that you know that you would like to put on this memorial? Stop by the memorial in Richfield. Pick up one of our brochures or you can go online to the HAVM.com. 
That's the HAVM.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Happy. Happy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.